I'm Axel. And I'm Chepe. And welcome to, to the, the Millionaire, Millionaire Journey. Journey, episode numero dos. I'm Axel, your host, and with me always is Chepe. Yo. Your ho- co-host. Chepe, how you doing, man? How was your week? Good, good. How was your week, bro? It was excellent, productive week. That's very good, as long as you're productive. That's all that matters, man. Just taking short, you know, actionable steps every day, every week to try to reach the millionaire journey. Definitely, definitely. So, so today, you- my friend, you guys, uh, beautiful people listening to us, we have an excellent and incredible show for y'all today. We are going to be talking about an age-old investment vehicle, which is stocks. Stocks. Stock investing. So. But not just the stock investing aspect of it, also some an incremental, a crucial part of stock investing and is the mindset of a stock investor, well, the mindset of a successful stock investor, um, someone who, who can produce a long-term growth, um, a long-term profit. What do, you, what, do you, what do you think about that, Chip? No, when I... Uh, when I uh when I uh, think about a stock investor, uh, what would you define the personalities that a stock investor would have to have? A stock investor has to be confident. Confidence. He has to be hardworking. He can't be too emotional. You know, sometimes we we start seeing. Um, our investment, or well, because you you and I both invest in the stock market, but we start seeing, you know, sometimes the money, the the stocks dip, and we're like, oh crap, yeah. I just lost thirty dollars or, or forty dollars, and I paid. Well, let's say like you have a let's say you have a stock in stock A, and you paid twenty dollars for it, and it's now at fifteen dollars, and you have, and you bought let's say just one one stock, you're like, oh crap, now I lost five dollars. Yeah, and you let those emotions, you know, that connection to money start play in a factor like i'm not gonna lose no more money and then probably sell exactly then that that paper loss turned into an actual loss so remember this you guys you don't lose money until you actually sell okay or you don't make money until you actually sell see that's the that's that's always the golden rule you can uh if i were to put say money in apple let's just say like that right Mm -hmm. something like that uh i see a decrease in like three dollars and i go oh three dollars are gone I can lose the rest of this. Sell it completely. We see a big increase in Apple. You try to buy. You end up buying again at the top. Then you do the same process again until you keep, just keep losing money. Yeah, yeah. So that, that's, that's the thing um, about stock investing. Um, so before we get a little bit more deeper into it, let me get your opinion. What do you think are some crucial aspects or some personality traits of a, of a stock investor? The personalities that I would describe a stock investor to have would be confidence and not being afraid excellent i agree completely you know um there's times that you see your your stocks start dwindling your investing start dwindling and and i know we're hitting a lot of the mindset aspect of it because but we're going to hit more of uh the hardcore you know numbers and stuff here in just a little bit but but you have to have the mindset first um to truly be successful long term because that's what we're trying to generate here is a long term growth when you let the stocks you when you let um accruing compound interest work in your favor it works best when when it compounds year over year over year over year over year and you know you slowly start if i mean if you're a multimillionaire already and have a 
a whole ton of cash just laying around of capital. You can just throw it into the stock market. <laughs> awesome. Good for you. But, you know, if you're like a lot of us, you know, you're either you work a W-2 or you have a business where you generate income, where you generate capital and, you know, you have to pay bills and you got to do whatever. So you start you start saving some money to the side or start putting some money to the side and you slowly start investing, slowly start letting that money grow. So I was reading this book, you know, that said that was making two different comparisons of someone. They saved up $15,000 and then they invested those $15,000 in the stock market and just let them grow. You know, over like 30 years, they ended up having like at a 7% interest, you know, the average 7% interest a year. Because that's, that's the 50-year average or 30-year average that, that most most investors conform to the S&P 500 on uh, the stock market. And after 30 years, the, the, the investor A ended up with like, um, he ended up with like 100,000 or something like that. It was, it was some crazy good number, you know. And then there was someone else who... Instead of waiting, waiting, and saving up the fifteen thousand dollars and then investing, he started investing little by little. You know, um, putting in instead of saving up fifteen thousand dollars over two years or a year, he just started, you know, slowly investing and accruing money. So let's say he got paid every week, he would invest, you know, like ten percent or like a hundred bucks, two hundred bucks every week, and just put it into the stock market. And at the end of his thirty years, he got 50, he he put up fifteen thousand dollars of his own money. But while he was getting to those $15,000, that money was already accruing interest, is already growing. So he ended up with nearly nearly double of what the of what the person, of what Investor A had, had accrued. Yeah, and I understand completely what you say on that part. A lot of people will be like, okay, I don't have, I, wanna, I don't have a thousand dollars to throw in the stock market right now. Or right now and I don't know what to do. So what you're saying is, if I were to put just a little every week in the stock market, I could end up seeing a growth compared to just me saving the money and later on putting all that money that I had saved. That's exactly what I'm saying. Listen, um, so Kiyosaki has a saying, he says, those people who save are losers. Because if you take into account inflation, inflation on average over the last... um. 30 years or so it's been a three percent inflation increase rate on your money so your money starts decreasing in value every every year three percent so we're seeing that now and especially with this new printing of money this rapid influx of cash that had just been printed out so you gotta think of it like this of 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 supply and demand you know if there's very little money out there that those dollars are more valuable. So if there's a thousand dollars compared to a million dollars, you know, and country A only has a thousand dollars and country B has a million dollars circulating their market, those those one dollars in country A are gonna be more valuable, exactly. gonna get you more far along than country B's dollars. Yeah, simply definitely. because there's a decrease in the supply. And we're like you said, we're seeing an inflation right now. You see gas especially. We used to see it's, Okay. You, you know, in, in other in other places of of the city, you know, here where, where we are, gas was like uh was in the dollars, two dollars was high. Now it's like three, three something, three something, and it's it's like three, 
308, 310, 310 or yeah. two, 299. I, seen, I, 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 I went to I went uh, far from here one day. It was at like 330. I was like, gosh, dang. Yeah. I mean, the gas is just it's getting crazy. And it's not just gas. It's all these other goods. It's it's um, electronics, food. Food, especially chicken, is getting very expensive. I went to, I went to go meal prep, and it, I used to not waste as much as I do now. Just because chicken is so expensive, yeah, I used to take a hundred dollars for my for my meal prep meals, and I I I'd have everything for like a month and or, or at least three weeks, you know, have two meals a day, seven days a week, and I'd have plenty. But now, holy crap, I I might be able to make a make it for a week with those hundred dollars. Exactly. I mean, steaks, beef, it's all going up in value. And then why? Because well, there's a with all this COVID, you know, there, there there's become a um, a a problem, a hindrance in the in the supply chain chamber, you know, um, in the chains chains of supplies, you know, there's not as much goods coming in or being imported as there used to be. There's delays. There's a whole lot of delays. You know, you now you got to order something, and they tell you, hey, it's gonna be a way longer wait time. You know, um, p- people can't get the supplies they need in in a fastly time, so. What, what ends up happening is you have two double barrel shotguns coming at you from both ways just eating away at your money inflation all the government is printing all this money out and decreasing the value of your dollars and then you have um the the influx or the the, the problem with supply the problem with with the goods that you need being decreased because you, you just can't get them you just can't get what you need to the places you need to get them. Exactly. It's harder to export, to import. It's just COVID's made a lot of things crazy. Um, but but the important thing is the best way to combat inflation. So we were talking about saving money, you know, like in a regular savings account or or storing under the mattress, whatever you, whatever, however you <laughs> exactly, like to save yeah. money. Why? Under the rug. Why do you become a loser? Is because your money. So let's say you put it in your in a bank savings account. Yeah. You have like you're earning less than one percent interest. It's like zero. My savings account was like zero point zero one percent on my annual annualized interest return. So inflation is eating my money away. So every year I was having less and less money. Exactly, and that's like you said. This we're seeing that now. Uh, with inflation being a big problem just because we can not uh, what's it called we, uh, everything's just more expensive I mean and your money pretty much starts being worthless at this point yeah so me and me and Chip, I know we just we just painted this big green scary monster that's gonna come at you live and just steal your money and but what's Chip, what's what's the best way to combat inflation now like you were saying, uh, me personally, I would choose throwing it into the stock market a thousand more times and just keeping it somewhere else. Yeah, like, investing your money—that's that's definitely the answer. Is one of the ways to combat inflation. You invest your your money, and your money starts growing at a more ex- rapid rate than what inflation is. So if you, your money is growing at seven percent and um, the inflation rate is three percent, you know, let's say we're just keeping these averages at three percent. 
so your your money is growing four percent essentially. You know, exactly. Yes. It, it, it's growing seven percent, but the value of it has only increased by four mm-hmm. percent. Mm-hmm. So your your value is actually going up when you're investing. So that's one of the best ways. That is like the number one way I know how to combat inflation is through investing, and uh, the other way is through debt. So you know, like let's say you go out and get a loan on on your house, you know, for thirty years. So with inflation, the money that you owe on it, if you have a fixed rate loan, the money that you owe on it stays you know stays the same for 30 years because it's a fixed rate yes you know the interest that you have to pay on it stays the same yes but the the value of the dollar starts decreasing so you start paying back that loan with cheaper dollars so that's how loans um that can act well good debt can actually help combat inflation as well and i'm not saying go out there and just get millions and millions and millions of dollars don't do that don't do that that. make sure you something you can manage because bankruptcy is a real thing (laughs) they will take all your stuff you know you got to make sure you you invest what you can and um get don't bite off too much that don't take a bite of something you can't handle you know if you can't handle a million dollar loan on, on your personal property, like if exactly. you're gonna make an investment and your numbers are planning out well, you've done your research, you've done your math, mm-hmm. you've done your education, mm-hmm. and you're gonna make a million dollar loan, and that that money is gonna that asset is gonna pay for itself, then go for it, you know. Yeah, exactly. After you've done your education, After, exactly. your research, you don't you know, wanna you don't wanna diligence. just throw your money in something you know absolutely nothing about, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then later on you're like, oh, I just lost everything. How am I gonna pay these people back? You just start. You just don't know what to do, and then you had to file for bankruptcy, and then you're just done. <laughs> then you're just done. So yeah, yeah, the, the, that's how that ties so well into our topic today, and that is stock investing. You know, a lot of times we we look at the the value of the stock, and we're like, okay, that's what the the stock is worth, so we buy it. We're like, oh, that's cheap, and we buy it, and. But we don't understand or we haven't sometimes we don't grasp exactly what it is we're buying when we're stock investing what we're doing is we're buying pieces of a company and now just because the numbers on the stock market change doesn't mean the, the actual value, value of, of the company is changing yeah, you know exactly. so if you buy apple and it's at um you know thirty dollars and they have a hundred hundred stocks out let's say so the value of apple essentially is three thousand dollars of course it's a lot more but essentially it's we're just using small numbers here so let's say there's a hundred stocks out there and each stock is valued at thirty dollars so the value of, of apple would be essentially thirty three uh three thousand three thousand dollars yeah yeah around there i think i do those calculations but no i understand what you're saying and a lot, like you said, a lot of people will just throw out money and not even know what they're investing in, what they're even doing at that point. They just go, oh, like you said, it looks cheap. I'm going to buy it. Absolutely did no research about it. Boom. Next day, zero dollars. Yeah, they, they don't do any research into the company. So if I were to see, you know, stock is Apple's being valued at at $3,000, at $3, I'm going to try to buy every bit of the stock I can. Oh, definitely. Because the value of the actual company is so much more. So the 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 the, the dollar amount on the ticker symbol means nothing. It just mm-hmm. means what people are willing to pay at that point in time. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what it's trading mm-hmm. for. Yeah, it doesn't, exactly. It doesn't mean valuation of the company. How do you figure out valuation of the company? You you read into 
you read into their profits, you read into their balance sheets, into their bank state, into the statements, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. into the financial statements mm-hmm. of the company, mm-hmm. and you you do research on the company, see how much revenue they're they're generating, how much debt they have, how much liabilities, how much assets, and that's how you get the value of the company. See exactly. how much income they're generating. So you got to make sure you do your due diligence on each company that you buy. Um. So. What begins to happen is we get these, we get this misconception. It's probably sometimes the best way to say it. the the misconception of saying, uh, "I'm stock investing. I'm stock investing. I bought it low and it went up, and I made a smart decision." But in reality, let's say you buy you buy ABC Company, and it's valued at, let's say it's valued at ten thousand dollars, but the stock is selling at a valuation. Uh, fifteen thousand dollars, and you buy you buy a whole bunch, a whole bunch, a whole bunch, and it goes up up to thirty thousand dollars. But the value of the company is still, you know, from what from what they're selling, from what they're making, from what they're generating, the fundamentals of the company mm-hmm. hasn't increased. See, that's what uh, that's what most people don't see. Uh, you saw AMC and GameStop. That whole thing was just. So, so crazy. So, so what happens is you have you got instances like that that are not sustainable. So for exactly. someone that someone like us, you know, us smart investors, us people that do our education, that listen to brilliant podcasts like the Billionaire Journey, um, <laughs> <laughs> these smart investors, you know, or people that actually do education that 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 sit down and talk about money. Um, and try to learn. Know that this is a sustainable. Isn't a sustainable system? Exactly. So, so when you. Warren Buffett gave um, some really good advice, and you're going to hear a lot of advice from Warren Buffett today because I believe he is one of the greatest stock investors in the world. Um, and he's one of my role models, you know, on investing is you you, you want to buy a stock. You want to buy a – I, I want to ca- stop calling them stocks. You want to buy a piece of a company exactly. that you know, let's say you buy it today and you can come back without checking – you know, a lot of us probably check our portfolios every day. You know, check your Robinhood, your Webull, yeah. your your Vanguard, wherever. What's your, what's your main What's your main wallet? What's your main wallet? My my brokerage account. Yes, I, I normally use Robinhood because I like the you know the no commissions. You know, and a, a lot yeah. of them, a lot of them have the no commissions, um, like Webull. Uh, but I like I like Robinhood. It's, it's just it, very simple. It, it, I like the interface. It's super simple, super easy yeah. to use. You know, exactly. Um, but but. Uh, like when I first started stock investing, I fell into that trap too. You know, I would every day I wanted to check, check, exactly. and see how much my you, money. You want to become a millionaire by the next day? Like, just yeah, like, I was like, I was like, okay, ah, oh, crap, I'm losing money. What, what do I need to sell? What, <laughs> what, what how, how do I fix this problem? Exactly. You know, and exactly. I fall, you fall into that trap. So what you want to do is you want to buy companies that you researched, that you learned, that you studied about, and then you know. If a company is valued at ten thousand dollars and their stock is selling at nine thousand dollars, oh baby, the company's on sale. Go exactly. ahead and exactly. scoop some of that up. Exactly. Um, yes. So, so Warren Buffett advises against over diversification. He says, not not necessarily put your all your eggs in one basket, but yeah. but focus your baskets. Make sure instead of being like a machine gun and just shooting at everything, be like a sniper and taking taking them critical head shots, some critical, exactly, exactly. Them critical shots, you know. And that's what uh, a lot of people will try to do. They'll be like, oh, this company is going to go up. I'm going to invest everything I have into that company. But you are looking at another company, but you're like, oh, well, I'm going to just put it in this one because I see more of a growth on that one. You don't know if that other one that you looked at that you decided to just leave and not do anything with could have gone higher than the one you invested in. 
and then that one goes lower, the other one goes higher, and you're like, oh, well, you know. Yeah. And the problem is they get their numbers. They get their, they get that, that mindset from just looking at the ticker symbol value, you know, mm-hmm, of mm-hmm, seeing it go mm-hmm, up and go mm-hmm, down and mm-hmm. go up. Or they'll look at it like, oh, look, over the fa- last five years, the company's valuation has been going up. But in reality, the company hasn't been generating exactly. any money. You know, they don't exactly. look at the financial statements. Mm-hmm. You don't. They don't look at the balance sheet. They don't see that the company has actually been losing, been hemorrhaging exactly. money for yeah. these last five years. Yes, exactly. But for some crazy reason, it's still going up. Um, maybe hedge funds are playing a part in it or, mm-hmm. what, or whatever. Or... Um, or, or or they trick a lot of suckers, mm-hmm. you know, into into thinking, you know, they have this great marketing campaign. They're like, yeah, yeah, we have the best company. And then here, here we go, you know, without doing any research, without looking at the numbers, because the numbers don't lie. The numbers are going to tell you the truth about the company. They're going to tell mm-hmm. you if the company is profitable mm-hmm. or not profitable. Mm-hmm. Is it sustainable or not sustainable? To see if a company has $30 billion in debt and only making 10 it's making ten million dollars a year. Heck yeah, but it's got thirty billion dollars in debt, and their and their debt is going up by, by let's say thirty million dollars a year. The, that company is not going to be sustainable. Sooner or later, the company is going to run exactly. out of money, I and it's gonna. I, I don't know about you guys, but listening to this, I'm like, how am I going to invest in a company that is losing money at this point? Like, how am I going to invest in something that could literally is negative at this point? Yeah, and, and I'm not saying don't 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 invest in, in companies that, have, that 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 had a bad year. You know, sometimes exactly. companies had a bad year. Sometimes things that are out of the world's control happen, like exactly. COVID happens. You know, yeah, COVID happened. You know, ho- hotels and cruise and mm-hmm. and stuff like that went down. Didn't probably have a, such a profitable year. Maybe like Caribbean cruises didn't have a profitable year in uh, 2020. Because of of a crazy thing like COVID, but it doesn't mean or it doesn't determine that the last couple their last 15 years of profitability exactly, exactly. don't have anything to account for you know mm-hmm. you can't just look at one year you got to look at the overall company you got to look at the overall years the average of the years you know see okay yeah they're going up yeah they're doing good things they're innovating they're they're putting new practices into place they're, they're releasing new products they're making their services better they're looking they're seeking to improve you you want to buy a successful company so when when i'm buying stocks i'm looking like I'm looking at it and comparing it like if I was buying a house or a farm or any other business. Personally, you know, I'm not just looking at the ticker symbol. I'm buying a piece of this company. Like, well, I'm buying a piece of Walmart when I buy mm-hmm. one stock of Walmart or a percentage of Walmart, whatever you can afford. Mm-hmm. Um, a fractional share, you know, some fractional shares are a real thing. So you can, like, let's say if a stock is $100 and you only got $10 to invest, you can buy 10% of that stock. You know, you can buy a fractional Any, anything, share. Anything is better than being out of it. Like, yeah, be invest your money because the only surefire way not to make any money just keep it is is just to just to save it exactly. and when you save it not only do you not make any money you exactly. actually lose money because of inflation, inflation. like we talked about yeah, earlier exactly. um okay want to ask you a question go ahead man shoot shoot okay i'm a new investor mm-hmm. i don't know nothing about the stock market okay i'm scared of investing uh-huh. but i want to invest in something that is Safe, I want to say not not like I'm I'm okay with losing little money, but I'm still scared of investing a whole lot. Okay, so so what I hear from this question is is you don't know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. The fear s- the fear of losing money is exactly, still a big exactly, compact exactly. component for you. Okay, I just want something where okay, like you were talking about savings account, mm-hmm. but I want my money to work for me. And, right? and yeah, I got you, got you, got you. So the best advice I can give you is the same advice that Tony Robinson gives: is invest in low, in low cost, low maintenance, low maintenance cost index funds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, index funds. So 
index funds for those that you don't know you know they they invest in like the s like the s&p 500 mm-hmm. you know that'd be a low cost which, index fund which honestly like whoever invested in that i saw an increase i think when i first saw it, it as like oh like two two hundred dollars and yeah. i was like 400 and something i was like yeah, gosh dang so every every almost every everyone compares their investments they're trying to in the beat the s&p 500 exactly yeah the, Instead of trying to beat it, you don't have to beat it. You can play with it. You exactly. Can, you can let it work for you. You know, you don't See, have. To, you don't have to have these incredible, incredible returns to be a smart investor. If you don't have the time to educate yourself or to learn every bit about the company you're gonna invest, you know, reading to the financial statements. Mm-hmm. You know, Warren Buffett um, advised. You know, instead of buying a, a whole ton of different stocks and diversifying so a little here a little there a little here just taking the machine gun method to it just just spray and pray you know <laughs> just, just spray, spray and, just spray, spray and pray, pray baby and see if you hit something that, that, hey, that worked in COD so yeah. I mean <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I'm, I, don't, I tried it I, I don't know I don't know about real life <laughs> I don't know about real life but the spray and pray method isn't efficient like think about it You we don't take that approach to anything else in life you know when, when, when we're dating we don't just go out there and uh and just start well you, you you might go out there and just start dating a, a ton of a ton a ton of different women you know at the same time and just just spraying and praying but you're not gonna find a wife like that exactly, in that situation exactly. you know? if if just messing around and having fun is what mm-hmm, you're looking mm-hmm. for okay go ahead and spray and pray you know but if you're looking for quality if you're looking for something so, something something long-term, something sustainable, you're going to take the sharpshooter approach, you know, you're going to focus, you're going to do research, you know, you're going to, you're going to, you don't want to invest your time into something that's not going to yield anything productive or not yield anything good for you. Um, so in everything, we don't, we don't just, we don't buy a, a whole bunch of different clothes and hope we like something, you exactly, know, just yeah. buy, just go you to the store. You, you buy, you buy what you like. Yeah. You, you go out there and you search and you look and, and you're like, okay, man, yeah, this looks good. And you exactly. try it on, you go to the fit room, you're like, Ooh, make sure you look, you feel fresh in it. Make sure, make sure it feels right. It hugs your body just how you like it. Exactly. Makes I you, don't just buy something and say, Oh, I'll eventually like this. And yeah. Just you don't just store. go to the store and start, and start grabbing things or, or just start grabbing things exactly. and going to the car. Yeah, and exactly. then here. So, so what Warren Buffett recommends it said find three three really really good companies that you research and then you do a lot mm-hmm. of studying about mm-hmm. companies that you believe are gonna sustain are gonna grow companies that you think are like he always I'm not recommending anything you know I'm not a I'm not a professional I'm not a I'm not a stockbroker I'm not a CPA uh, not a financial advisor so but he he says Coca Cola is a great company. Um, have had great returns, you know. Have had year after year of conscious, of continuous um, revenue growth. Um, so find companies like that that have continuous years of increasing their revenues, of growing, of bettering their company, of becoming efficient companies. Something that it's going to sustain and be around for the long haul. Now, I got another question for you. Mm-hmm. If you were to categorize yourself as a as as a holder, what kind of holder would you consider yourself? So, I consider myself the kind of holder that buys and never sells. Because the, the, the way... Long term, I like that. The, the long term. So, you don't want to buy... You don't want to buy stock in... Well, me personally, this is my approach, you know. Um, and you can do it however you want. You know, there's a lot of day traders. And at the end of the day, you know, they might have a... At the end of the day, you know, overall, most day traders don't even... 
do as good as the S&P 500. Mm-hmm. So they're doing all this hard work, all this research, and risking all this money. They're taking all this risk, not getting any of the reward, not getting not getting any of the reward, have to pay greater taxes because mm-hmm. whenever you sell a stock, you got to pay capital gains tax exactly. on it. Exactly. So they're selling all these stocks every day, you know, or every week, every month, however they do it, um, whatever approach they're using, whatever tactics they're using <clears> to make it happen. And they have to pay all these trading commissions the, these fees, you know, to to buy and sell, and then they got to pay the taxes on what they're gaining. So they're taking all the risk, and then the the U.S. government is there to collect their their half. There, exactly. And they didn't have to risk any of that money, and they just they're not even, and for the most part, for almost ninety percent of them, they're not even generating the 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 amount of returns or they're not doing as good as they could have been if they would have just invested in a low index fund see and that's what uh, a low that, cost index fund yeah yeah, yeah. It, it's it, instead of you know trying to beat the market you can't time the market no yeah, one can time exactly. the market don't you, let anyone you, exactly. tell you they can time it They're, every every time every cycle there's always someone saying it's gonna go down the stock market's gonna go down and exactly they, they're and preaching I mean, they're preaching the sky is exactly. falling exactly and that's and a lot of people the problem with a lot of people that invest nowadays you, they tell you the, the stock market is going to fall, right? For example, like you said, mm-hmm. there's two types of people. People like us who will never sell and hold that thing until, you know, until we decide, okay, now is the time. Or people that will just eventually say, oh, they're right. They see a little, a little they see, they literally lose $1 and they're like, oh, they're right. I need to sell right now. Yeah, they, they, they see. <laughs> They see the apocalypse coming, you know. Exactly. They see the end of it all. But in every single cycle, you're always hearing someone saying, "Oh, the stock market's gonna go up. It's gonna go up." And every single stock market, in every single cycle, you're gonna hear someone saying, "It's gonna go down. It's gonna go down." Eventually, you're gonna be right because I mean, if you're if every day you wake up and 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 say the stock market is gonna go down, it's gonna go down, it's gonna go down, and you're preaching for it for thirty years, sooner or later you're gonna be right. It's gonna exactly, go down. Exactly. Or sooner or later you're gonna be right. It's gonna go up. But the better the better thing is instead of Trying to time the market, trying mm-hmm. to, trying to beat the market, trying to, um, trying to see, trying to have this magical eight ball and listen to all these so-called experts. You know, they might have done a lot of research that that they they may truly believe the stock market is going down this year, or they may truly believe the stock market is going up this year, whichever whichever way they're leaning. But the only thing I can guarantee you is that you're not going to have any returns if you're out. Of the stock market. Oh yeah, exactly. Or your money's not gonna have any returns if you're exactly. not investing. So the key, the number one way to reach this, well, to walk this millionaire journey effectively and as quickly as possible, is to make sure your money is growing. To have your money invested, you know, you can, you can, you can be a high income income producer. You can have a high paying job. But it's not going to make you wealthy, you know. Yeah. A, a millionaire, you know. They, it's, pretty it, much it, just, it's pretty much just going to make you a slave to society at that point. You just start. You just start getting in line. Because what happens is, if you're a high-paid individual, the moment you stop working, the moment you stop, you stop generating income. You know. You, yeah. The moment you stop clocking in, the, the moment you start showing up, is the moment you stop making is this exactly. money you stop winning but when you're investing your money you be you let the money become a slave to you and you're not a slave to your money um 
your money keeps on growing and it keeps on growing and it keeps on growing and then you let the power of money work in your favor you let the principles of money generate you money you know i when i invest in in, in the stock market is i want passive income mm-hmm. how do you achieve passive income through the stock market is through dividends. Dividends. It's through dividends. I am exactly. a. Div- I guess I'm. I would say I'm a dividend long term investor. You and know. And that's uh. And I mean, passive income is probably the best income you could have. Imagine literally doing nothing and receiving money at the same time. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so. So, so this, this is this is a crazy thing. You know, it was a low. It, it, it was a low payment. Um, I have some AT and T stock, and you know, uh, when when I was first starting out, and they gave me like uh. It was like ninety eight dollars and seventy three cents. Yeah, yeah, I remember it exactly. It was ninety eight dollars and seventy three cents. That's my. That was my. In that was my dividend payment. And I was. This might be too too much information, but I was sitting, you know, going to the restroom, and then boom, it, my Robinhood account alerted me, and it said, "Your funds have been. Your, your dividends have been paid. You know, whatever it says, ninety eight dollars." Or yeah, ninety eight dollars and seventy three cents had just been transferred to your account, and I was like, I literally just got paid to poop. I literally just made money pooping. So, 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 so that's the power of of investing, you know. I did the I did the same thing. Uh, same story happened to me. Uh, I was uh, I was literally just on card the whole time, and then beep, I got dividends, and I was like, oh, nice! I just got paid for playing this game. Let's go. Yeah, 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 like I got paid while I pay while I was playing exactly. while, while I was playing Call of Duty, exactly. you know, while I was playing the video game. So, so what happens is you have to fall in love with this this ability or the reality of mm-hmm. that a lot of people are living, mm-hmm. and that you and I can be living too. Mm-hmm. The reality of money making you money while you sleep, while while you use the restroom, while you shower, while you bathe, while you live your life, while you go on vacation, while while you're seeing your family, while you're sick, while you're healthy, you know, while you're young, while you're old, the reality is when you let money work for you, money works 24-7, you know. Exactly. And when you let this passive income, because because dividends, dividend investment, it, 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 if you do dividend investments, it's actually a really true passive, you know, you got, sometimes you got to do a lot of hard work in the beginning, you know, reading financial statements, you know, and I, I keep my portfolios fairly small, you know, uh, probably like 10, 10 companies because I don't have time to read all these, mm-hmm, read up mm-hmm, about all these mm-hmm. companies and I do, like uh, Tony Robbins said, I invest in some low, low index funds, uh, low cost index funds, you and- know. Yeah, I mean the index fund. The index funds is probably the best. The yeah, they're, they're probably like if you had no time, you have no time to research, no time exactly. to do anything. Just you want something. You want something. You want to play it safe. It, let's say if you want to play it safe, you know, uh index funds have been shown to outperform individually picked stocks over the long haul. So and that's the reason I like. like we were talking about the uh, S, uh, the. The SP five hundred. Yeah, SP five hundred is just the the five hundred best companies. In 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 America, and so, like so, so the way though those are decided, you know, it doesn't take any a whole bunch of manpower, you know, it, they either they are or they're not on the see, list. Like we were talking about it, I I would million times more prefer to have all my money saved money, my saved money, money I don't want to play with, saved in the S, uh, SPF five hundred, than have it in let's say an Apple stock. Apple stock can fall to zero, right? Yeah, I mean any any anything can fall to zero, exactly. but you know. It's a, it, it's a lot, lot less, of, less of a possibility yeah, less of five hundred of the U, of the yeah, best exactly. U.S. companies falling to zero than one of the best U.S. companies falling to zero. And I'm not saying Apple's falling to zero anytime mm-hmm. soon. Yeah, you know, no, 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 like, no, 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 it's just a little. Yeah, yeah, it, 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 that's not what you're saying. You know, it, 
my, just like a crazy scenario it might happen my iPhone says differently yeah, yeah Apple <laughs> says differently <laughs> it, it might happen in a super far along in the future or maybe in the near future like I said I don't have a, a magic ball that can tell mm-hmm, me the future mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but the, the the possibility of I don't want to say it's zero because nothing nothing's really zero it's super 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 low mm-hmm. um, when you're investing in a low low maintenance in this fund is the best the best way to say you know there's a lot of mutual funds but you but not all your money goes into the investment of the mutual fund for some of you guys that don't know that um you have to pay management fees and and upkeeping and people that pick the fund you know like if you're just gonna invest in that way i just go ahead and do the index funds you know you you get a better return because almost all your money instead of like 0.2 percent you got 0.02 percent or 0.01 percent going to towards the management Mm -hmm. and then the rest in the infrastructure of the of the index fund and the rest is going into the uh, the rest of your money is going into stocks where it's going to make you money exactly so i'm not i'm not a huge fan of index fund i mean of i'm not a, i'm not a huge fan of mutual funds you know because of all the management you know you also whenever you invest in the into a mutual fund you got to make sure you do a lot of research you got you got to make sure you do research and you look into it and you um and and and, and you see what the what the expenses of owning that mm-hmm. mutual fund is, you yeah. know, because a mutual fund does have expenses for some of you that don't know that. Um, there's a great book that I like. Um, it's called Unshakable by Tony Robinson. Incredible book. It gives you a lot of insight uh, against and it wards you off against you know saving or investing in your company 401k to show you exactly how much money you're losing. You know, I don't want to I don't want to give any too much details out of that book because I don't. I don't want to, you know, under-explain it and ruin it or miss some of the the key points. I highly recommend you you go out there and read it. It's an, it's a really good book. Um, but the, the the thing is that there's a lot of hidden cost um, sometimes in these mutual funds. There's a lot of hidden cost in in investing in your four hundred one k. That's that's one of the big overalls. You know, instead of like you might get like a three percent annualized return in a four hundred one k of your money. Because you got to pay so much money in management and fees and other expenses mm-hmm. in the infrastructure exactly. instead of getting, you could you could make a whole a way better return a way better investment mm-hmm. if you just took your own retirement plan into your into your own hands and did like a Roth IRA where it's a tax free, uh, tax free grow a tax free mm-hmm. um, investment account where you can invest your money in in like index funds and have a whole better return you know the book lays out and actually does a lot of the math for you mm-hmm. and so i don't want to do any of the math because i'll probably mess it up and i don't want to mess yeah, it no, up no, you know exactly. and i don't want you to lose the power of it yeah, so go you exactly. guys go check that book out you know if you if you guys are interested in that kind of stuff or if you have a if you have a job that offers a 401k you know those 401ks do have a lot of expenses associated to them you go guys go check it out mm-hmm. you know you can read mm-hmm. read about your own 401k and actually ask it hey what are the expenses what are the management fees how much how much is it actually going to cost me you know for retirement so um let me let, let's switch course here a little bit and let's talk about let's talk about how how do you how do you combat fear yourself how do you combat fear when you see your stocks start dwindling Well, to face my fear in the stock market, if I see my portfolio start falling, I start thinking of the the alternatives or what could happen if I just leave it there, basically. Not worrying about it because I consider myself a long-time holder, right? I look at it as a long-time holder perspective. 
if I sell, I look at it. If I sell now, I'd say I'm losing money, right? If I sell now, I believe this company could do good. I've done my research on this company, and I am not afraid of this company failing this one time, right? Yeah. So I look at the long term hold, and I'm like, okay, this company is falling. I'm gonna just keep holding because I don't know. Later on, we could be doing a lot better than what we're doing now. A lot of people will have weak hands. They see a small little decrease of like ten dollars, and then they'll be like, "Oh, I'm about to lose everything. I don't know what's happening. Like, I'm gonna just sell everything. Like, I'm, I'm gonna just sell everything. I, I, I'm just out." They sell those ten dollars that they lost, right? And then later on, they decide, "Oh, I'm, I'm just out of curiosity." Like, I want to go check how much it is now. Then when they check it again, they say, oh, it's actually like three times more than what it was before. And I'm out of it. I literally got out of it at a loss. You don't lose. Like you said, you don't lose until you sell. Right. And that's the way I look at I look at it. So I, I'm not afraid of the stock market failing in my like in my portfolio. Yeah, yeah, excellent. I like it. So, so what you're doing is what you what you're saying here is that you're taking a long term look at it, a t- long term approach at it. Exactly. You know, you, you you trust this research you've done. You trust you you trust this information you've gathered, um, this balance sheets you checked out, um, what you read, and 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 I propose a better way is to do a mindset shift when you see a start market going down mm-hmm. or the ticker the ticker symbol of the of the company you've invested in going down think of it as it going on sale you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like like think about it like when you when you go into like Sears or TJ Maxx you know and they have a they have a sale on on, on the shirt you wanted to buy exactly. 20% off you're like oh heck yeah I'm all over that you know I was going to pay $100 for that shirt now I'm only got to pay $80 for it you exactly. know I'm that's a steal you know so let's let's start thinking of of these dips or of the Whenever the stock market goes down, you know, starts we start dipping. thinking it as a Black Friday, man. as a Black Friday <laughs> sale, and you, and you just start scooping it up. You know, start start buying the stock market, the start start buying these stocks on pennies on the dollar. You exactly, know? getting this twenty percent discount that you. Mm-hmm. That, that that that's come available to you, or that's ten percent discount that's come available to you. Exactly. Instead of just thinking of it of you of you losing money, think of it as an opportunity of you making more money. Exactly, and I mean, like I said, a lot of people will have paper hands. A lot of people will be like, "Oh, I'm losing money right now." The start, the whole stock market is falling. I mm-hmm. need to sell everything. They, so, so they're afraid to lose any anything else. So exactly. They, they they have this. They have they they have this. They uh, have this uh mentality this of getting of uh, the, exactly yeah the, yeah, the yeah. strong emotional grip yeah. to money. And so when they see they see their money to start to lose even a, a little bit or start to dwindle, like, oh crap, here we go again. You exactly. know, I'm not, not not me. I'm not losing everything. So they sell everything at a loss, or they they let's say they grip. Let's say they bought it at ten dollars. It's up to fifteen dollars. They sell at twelve. They sell at twelve dollars. You exactly. Know? You'll never. You'll never. Once you do that, you'll never get. You'll never. I guarantee you, you will never get the quantities that you had before. You you're never gonna get the the potential gain that you exactly. get. You know. Yeah, you gain two dollars on each stock that you had. If you know, if you bought it at ten, sold it for twelve. Because it came down from fifteen to two, but you believe if you've done the research, you know you're not if you're actually investing, not just speculating, not just looking and seeing um, what the market is doing. You know, letting the market dictate what you do. Look, Warren Buffett has a great, great. Like I said, we're gonna hear a lot about Warren Buffett today. Warren Buffett has great advice. It says, 
be fearful when others are greedy and be greedy when, when others are fearful. Yeah. When you when people see the stock market start to collapse. Yeah, think about it. It's clearance. Exactly. Maybe. You take advantage. You take advantage of that and then you start take advantage of other people's fears, you Exactly. Know? Declines happen. Mm-hmm. You know, the stocks go down. Economy goes down, you know. We can't have a bull market every single year. That'd exactly. Be, exactly. That'd be great, you know. It'd be great if your stocks only went up and 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 up. And I was like, man, just buy whatever you can buy. <laughs> exactly. She would just put your money in everything. Exactly. You know, but that's, that's, that's not how it goes. You know, there's companies that fail. There's companies that don't make it. Mm-hmm. There's there's companies that make it big. There's companies that are consistent. You know, year after year, they increase revenue. Year after year, those are the companies you want to be a part of. Exactly. And, and you can be a part of when they're, when they're trading publicly. You can become a part of those companies. You can buy a, a piece of that company. That's what you're buying. You got to think of stock investing like buying a, a, a piece of a farm or buying a, your local business, your local hardware store. You know, you're seeing, oh, man, that hardware store is booming. And then... You you know the owner and he's like hey i need some I, I i need some more money to expand because we're just doing too good we need more we need we need more more warehouse space more storage space um we need more equipment in here to help move some of the supplies and you're like hey i got some money i want to buy a piece of your company and take take advantages take a take advantage and take gains you know when you're making money have have the ability to grow with the company that it's growing so now, let me let me hit you with something else. How do you react when your market is going good, really, really good? I mean, um, you you're seeing fifteen, twenty percent returns after a month investment. You know, I would honestly. So after a month investment, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Well, well, so so let's well, say, like we were talking about, uh, when it comes to selling a stock, you always want to go into the you know, hold that, hold, hold it for the year because you pay less taxes on holding something for a year, right? You know about that? Yeah, yeah. You don't, you don't pay the the full capital gains. Yeah, because I mean, because I mean, it wasn't a instant capital gain. Yeah, it, it was, was a long term. term. Yeah, it was yeah. a, it was a long term yeah. capital capital gains tax that you have to pay now. So if my market is going good, say for that month, you know, just keep it. But if I see, you know, for a year, I'm gonna have to take some profit, right? That's usually how it works. You hold it on, you get a good amount of the idea, like the idea of what I wanted. You're like, okay, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna take everything now. I'm not gonna take everything. I'm gonna leave, but I'm gonna take, say, my initial investment. I want to say. Okay, I got you. So you, so sometimes you take your initial capital. So, how do you make these decisions of seeing? I wanna. So when it comes to that, I wanna see at least, like you said, oh, you said if I could triple my money i will only take out what i put in and you know that double is what stays back okay gotcha so you you wait till the money has become tripled exactly because i will never sell at double because then you just end up in this like i mean you you end up with not basically putting money in there right you 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 take you take the the ability of the money exactly to grow compound interest at the rate that it could be so you wait till it goes to to you at least triple your money. So you, let's say you make an initial investment of a hundred dollars, mm-hmm. and now you're here at three hundred dollars. You'll take out a hundred dollars, keep two hundred dollars. But in. I won't take those hundred dollars for myself. Got you. I'll put it back into another company. So you you go and see where you can reallocate and see if there's more chances of a, exactly, of a better exactly. return somewhere else. So 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 I won't 
like you said, we're not trying to save money. We're trying to make our money work for us, right? Mm-hmm. So I'll take out that, and I won't take it for myself because I want my money to grow. I'm still young. I still have time. And then time is, is, is the greatest asset. Like, if you don't... If if you're a little if you're a little on the other side, um, time could be a double-edged sword. It depends on how you use it, right? If yeah. you spend your rest of the time not doing anything for years, and time and time, like later on, like in years from now, you start realizing I wasted years of my life doing nothing, right? If the smart person say we're talking about investing, so if our person invests, say let's say, um, they invest their money since they were young. And now they're older. All that money that they invested in those companies, if they held long term, you know they got they're set. Yeah, right? it's gonna feed the retirement. It's exactly, gonna, it's gonna supplement whatever See, you know. That's what I did with uh, income they have. That's what I did with my dad because my dad is uh they're they're old. They don't understand. I <laughs> I keep didn't understand what like trading and stuff. So for him now, I just every week I'll put money into his into the. SPF uh, 500 just for and you just kind of make like a like let's say a retirement exactly fund for him. exactly I want him I'm trying to get him a pure dividends account mm-hmm. right so when he retires he has something to look forward to he yes. doesn't retire see he retires with what he worked for right mm-hmm. what he gets like what, what he worked for so hard he you know we do auto we do auto repair mm-hmm. he retires with the money like you know his saving money from that and like Extra income, like you know, I, I put money into his portfolio. It, it, it's it's supplementing his his income that he has. So let's say let's say you you save two hundred thousand dollars, but you have this this stock portfolio that you've invested, and it's now paying you a dividend of let's say an average of three thousand dollars a year. Exactly. So it, as long as you keep your your expenses monthly expenses under three thousand dollars a or I mean three thousand dollars a month, as as long as you keep your month. You have the stock portfolio that is giving you dividend payments, let's say three thousand dollars a month. Yeah, yeah, because I know uh, yeah, three thousand dollars a month. Say, you know, dividend payment, um, three thousand dollars a month, and as long as you keep your monthly expenses under that, you're gonna you know, stay exactly, net positive, and exactly. you can you can essentially live forever. You know, yeah. Would, instead of instead of hoping and praying that you die before you spend exactly, all your money, you know, exactly. if all you have saved up is a hundred thousand dollars, and you just you just living off of that money mm-hmm. and it's not going to grow anymore exactly and every year you know you start dwindling. realizing you start realizing oh i'm losing all this money mm-hmm. i had like i should have put all this money after you lost everything like man if i would have put this into stocks i probably would have tripled doubled this double tripled this money and ended up with more just passive income you know and then like what's it we're, we're investing in stocks there's nothing better than having passive income uh you, you know dividends is probably the best way best way to make you know for sure money off of it you know because they, they you know they pay you for having a certain amount yeah yeah they they pay you a certain, a certain percentage of exactly of, uh, of, of that of that of that uh, of the money you have invested imagine you know, like imagine like you were saying three thousand dollars a month just for uh, just just for holding uh, just for holding just for it's it's <clears throat> dividends if you don't know what it is it's basically like a, a thank you for owning exactly. this piece exactly. of a company you know yeah. it's your right as an owner of the company those are mm-hmm. those are profits that they're giving you um for owning for owning that company, for owning uh, or a, a part of that company. So if if like let's say if that's the approach you want to take, how would you how would you achieve it and how would you go out after it? If I were you, you know, if I was starting from zero from zero, I would see, I would I would first make a a budget. I would first see exactly I would track my my expenses and see exactly how much money I spend a month. 
So let's say my monthly expenses are four thousand mm-hmm. dollars. So would I want to live forever and never sell? Yeah, and, and, and I guess never run out of money. Or, exactly. Or be able to be able to do what I want because dividends dividend. Dividends or stock investing with dividends is very relatively passive. You know, you, you you generate that that initial investments, and then you have all these dividends coming in. You know, usually they're paid quarterly. There's some that pay um that pay every uh every month, but usually it's paid quarterly. So every three months, and then I think there's a couple that pay every year. If I might be mistaken, you know, but um usually they pay quarterly. But if you can um if you can budget, you know. You know, quarter last three months. So if you're doing four thousand, if you want four thousand dollars a month, you want you want uh, twelve thousand dollars in for that quarter. You know, on on average. Um, so if if you, you you work backwards and see what the average you know dividend is, like let's say you're investing in companies and your the overall return your dividend payout is four percent. So you're gonna do how much money you need a month. And then add it all together. You know how much you're gonna be paid. So let's say if you have, so we'll, we'll work it. We'll work it out here together. So you, let's say you want four thousand dollars a month. Mm-hmm. So that's gonna be that's gonna be forty eight thousand dollars a year, okay? Because four thousand times twelve mm-hmm. is forty eight thousand dollars a year. So what you want to know is what how much do I have to invest to have four thousand dollars a month or what is four percent what is forty eight thousand dollars four percent of so i'm going to multiply my forty eight thousand quick math lesson i'm multiply <laughs> my my forty eight thousand by a hundred for all those math teachers out there thank you <laughs> divided more divided divided by four because that's going to be my my return yeah, exactly so i need to have 1.2 million dollars invested to if i'm having a four percent you know return Mm-hmm. And then another great thing about stock investing is that you can reinvest. There, there's a feature, you know, in Robinhood and almost every yeah, every the, single world, where you can do um, dividend reinvestment. Exactly. So the more money you're you're generating, like let's say every month you're putting in a thousand dollars or a hundred dollars or whatever you have to put in. You know, I don't want to turn anyone off. That's why we like to keep low numbers. Mm-hmm. I want to I want to let you know that this is possible for anyone. You know, whatever level you are, you, you're working at McDonald's. You know, part time. You're a college student. You know, uh picking up trash, picking up side jobs, cutting lawns, whatever you're doing, you can invest money. Exactly. You need to invest money. Exactly. You need to take you need to pay yourself first. Take this principle from um Rich Dad Poor Dad and pay yourself first. Take out first what you need for your investing mm-hmm. and then after and only after that you can take out for your expenses. So exactly. let's say if I'm making hundred dollars a week, gosh darn it, I'm gonna take ten percent of that. Ten dollars exactly. is for investing. Exactly. Because if you don't invest you're not gonna grow. Mm-hmm. If you never start you're, you're not going to see progress. I remember, if you don't take the first step, you're not going to see progress. Exactly. And like you're saying, uh, you know, you always end up, you always want to have, uh, you always want to have your cash always, you know, invested in the stocks. Because yeah. like you were saying, in, inflation is a problem. My dad, I remember my dad asked me the other day, he was like, uh, he, he wanted a change, right? But I'm like, dad, I don't have, cash on me i don't keep cash on me because you know everything is either in my car and or i invest it all right he's like why do you never have cash why do you never have cash and i'm like because i rather have it working for me than sitting in my pocket like i rather have it working for me than sitting in my pocket and yeah exactly you know don't try to time the market don't try to wait exactly until the market drops and then you buy low and then sell high 
instead I highly recommend be in the market and wait mm-hmm. you, you know what I'm saying be in the market and wait take advantage take t- let let this growth um be in your favor you know exactly be in the market and wait buy you know and I'm not recommending any any stocks I'm not recommending anything I want you guys to do your own research exactly you, you never invest. you know your, your approach might be different than exactly mine. I do I do different investment your approach might be might be different maybe you just want a high net worth exactly and you don't care about passive income mm-hmm. maybe you just want a high net worth and you want to I don't know. You want to sell it off and then invest in in, in the company or invest in or buy a business or start a business. Do whatever you want to do. Invest in real estate. Uh, start an e-commerce business. Start a drop shipping company. You know, do whatever, whatever you want to do with it. But if if you want to become a stock investor, the best time to start was yesterday. The second best time to start is now. Exactly. So the best time to start. Was yesterday the second best time to start is now. Go exactly. ahead and start now. If you don't have a brokerage account and you want to invest in the stock market, open a brokerage account up. You know it's it's free. Yeah, get a yeah. Robinhood account, get a exactly. Webull account, and um, get get in there. See you. See the best the the best place you could be in investing. You know is as long as you're. I, I say as long as you're in there, I say you're doing good. I, I'm saying as long as you're. You have money that's working for you. Doesn't matter how much you have in there, as long as you have it, you're doing good. Like you, you made a good decision. You don't know. Maybe right now it could only be, only be like fifty bucks. I want to say right, but then you know, in the near future, and like later on in the future, when you're retirement, fifty bucks could easily turn into a good amount. Yeah, that, that money starts growing, you know, over the years, and it starts compounding, and it starts becoming greater. It starts. It starts giving you the ability to live a life that you actually want to live. Mm-hmm. Now, the great thing about passive income is it lets you focus focus on things that you want to do. Mm-hmm. You know, right now maybe, right now maybe you're you're earning a two thousand dollar wage, a monthly wage from your job. You know, you're getting paid a thousand dollars. Maybe you're making four thousand dollars. Maybe you're making a thousand dollars a week and you're getting four thousand dollars a month. But you you have to spend time. You have to dedicate time to that job. But when whenever you whenever you start earning this passive income that can supplement your your active income, the, the income that you actually have to work for, it gives you free time. It gives you more time to spend with your family, more time to allocate mm-hmm. towards towards things that you actually want to do, more time to research, and more time to dedicate exactly. towards other investment vehicles, to to dedicate to, to, to other, towards other investments, mm-hmm. towards maybe starting a business that you that you always wanted to start with your family, or maybe start a business that you wanted to start with your brother, brother-in-law, maybe start that mowing business, maybe start that, that um that home repair business, that auto repair business, maybe maybe start that drop shipping company, maybe start the, your enterprise that hopefully one day can be a multi-billion dollar, multi-million exactly. dollar company, you know. Like always, uh, like like we say, you know, Nike started selling, Phil Knight started selling exactly. shoes in the back of his car mm-hmm. many, many, many years ago. And now it's a multi-billion dollar company. So, the important thing is that you start investing. That you because w- what investing does for you is it, it buys you time, it buys you freedom, and it lets you do what you want to do when you want to do it with who you want to do it, how long you want to do it. It does. It takes away worry from you. So you know, yes, we have hard times. Yes, there's hardships. Yes, you know, you might not be the 
the best income producer in in the world but damn it be the best investor exactly around you be exactly. the most educated you don't ha- it doesn't take money to be the smartest mm-hmm. how do you become the smartest you got to learn Exactly. You gotta put time into it. Exactly. If you have a part time job, you know, at McDonald's, you have a lot more time than than someone like me that, that exactly. works full time. Exactly. And um, at their W two, m- m- making this money, you you have more. This. You have yeah, like you said, you have more, a lot more free time to decide to sit down. You decide to sit down. You decide. You decide. Uh, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna take some time. You know, not a lot of people had that opportunity. You know, me and you, we work late as heck like you know and then we get home and we barely do our research not but you know other people have a lot more yeah yeah you you know you we, we do our research it's, it's possible you you sit there and and in time is the greatest mm-hmm. asset that mm-hmm. you have it's it's why we get paid for you know? exactly what what is money really you know Chapter, what's what's money really have you ever sat down and have, have you people at home actually sat down and thought exactly what money really is Okay, so what is money really? You know, it's just money in its essence, and you know, in the hardcore fact of it is simply a piece of paper, just that has some printing and writing on it. That's what it is. It just determines a valuation of what you put into it. So, if money couldn't buy houses, if money couldn't buy cars, if money couldn't buy materials, if it couldn't buy food, shelter, if it couldn't buy essentials, if it couldn't do anything with it, would it would literally just be a piece of paper. It would literally just be a piece of paper. It'd be worthless. You know, you, you you would tell, you would look at your boss like he's dumb if he gave you a million dollars for for going to work for them. You know, and like what the heck is this? Yeah, and that <laughs> it, it, and that piece of paper can't buy you anything. So money is just a, basically an exchange of services, an exchange of goods. It's just how we exchange things that we've done for each other, exactly. basically. Um, so if 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 you could buy houses with toothpicks, you I mean you if, if you could buy houses with um if if toothpicks if toothpicks if toothpicks were the <laughs> currency and you could buy houses with toothpicks, if you could buy groceries with toothpicks, if you could buy cars with toothpicks, then gummy you'd be paid in toothpicks. Exactly. Money is just your time is just someone telling you what your time is worth. Yeah. So when exactly. I go when I go to work I get paid an hourly wage, right? Mm-hmm. Or some people will get paid commission, whatever. Yeah. Um, but they put in time to first. They first, you got to put in time to later transform it into money. Mm-hmm. So, so money is time. Mm-hmm. And if you have free time, and you don't think you have any money, that's where you're dead wrong. Money is your greatest asset, and. When we get paid, when we work on our W-2, we're getting paid for our greatest asset. We're getting paid for our knowledge and what we do in during that time. You exactly, know? exactly. You know, if I if I hire a, a computer engineer or a software engineer to come and make me a, a computer program and I want it to be excellent, you know, it might take them an hour, but I might have to pay him $10,000, $20,000 to make that software because of what he knows and what yeah, he did during exactly. that time. That's the valuation. That's the value of his time. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're a if 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 you mow lawns, the value of your time, you know, it might be ten, fifteen, twenty dollars an hour, and that's what you get paid mm-hmm. for that for that hour. So, if, if if you have free time, that's your your greatest commodity. That's when you, if that's when you take the time to learn. You know, 
I, I like this quote that I, that I read. I don't know. I don't remember where where I read it. Don't let like if people are in school and college, don't let your edge. Don't let don't let school get in the way of your education. And that's what it said. And that was that was very powerful. Your education doesn't doesn't start your education of life. You know, you don't learn you don't learn this in school. You don't learn the power of money. You don't learn you don't shoot, I don't even it when I was in high school I, they didn't even teach us how to Exactly. They taught us they took one one day for ten minutes, they, they told us how to fill out a check. That's pretty much yeah, they did the same thing. That's literally all they told us. That's all we learned about money. We didn't learn about interest rates. We didn't learn about loans. Loans. Anything. We didn't learn about taxes. We definitely didn't learn about investing. And we did not learn about investing. All right. Investing is a powerful education that you can learn about. You can learn about anything in this world as long as you put the time into it. Exactly. You could be efficient and proficient at it exactly. as long as you put the time into it. So when you have time and you have that ability, that commodity of time, don't think of it as I'm. I'm only making, you know, twelve dollars, seven dollars and fifty cents, depending on where you live in the country at your your minimum paying wage job, or let's say seven fifty the national average minimum wage. You know, I'm only making seven fifty an hour for this job, and that's all I can make. Oh nobody, you have time. Mm-hmm. You have the ability to compound. You have the ability to learn. You have the ability to learn how to flip cars, how to flip houses, how to buy real estate, how how, how to start a drop shipping company, how to start e-commerce, a uh, online business, a marketing business, how to become successful in other things, how to sell shoes, how to buy Pokemon cards and so oh, on. Yeah, how, it's fun. <laughs> how, how to do something else, how to, you have time to start a YouTube channel, exactly. start to, time to start a podcast, time to start a TikTok, time to start a TikTok, <laughs> time to become an influencer, time to do whatever it is you're passionate about. Exactly. If, if that's what you have and that's what you want, if you're really busy and you have a high paying job, my man, you got the money, you eat. You have the ability to invest and you have the ability to invest in other people. The greatest investment that I've ever made is investing in other people. Oh, that's uh, that's definitely the best investment you could ever make. You don't have to know everything. Exactly. And a lot of times we want to be the smartest person in the room. Mm-hmm. Starting, I want to be the dumbest person in the room. Because if I'm the dumbest, I want to be surrounded, surrounded by the smartest mm-hmm. people in the room and get their opinions. Exactly. Get their experience. Exactly. You know, when I when I uh, started investing in real estate, I didn't I didn't just um, I didn't just go out there and and start buying houses. Started reading books. I started learning from smart people, people that have done it and made money from it. And this, this that's the same about when I started investing. It's not I highly a book I highly recommend is the Intelligent Investor by Mr. Graham. It is a big book, but it is an incredible read. It's got strong principles about investing in money. It was written many many years ago, but these principles about uh, about stock investing. About investing your money in the stock market still holds so true. Even after so many years ago, I was reading like 1980 or something like that. It's 1970s. I'm, I'm not 100% positive, but it was written so many years ago. And the principles, the fundamentals in that book still apply today. In today's world. Because the principles, the fundamentals of money have not yet changed. And they probably won't change. Money is simple when you get to it. If you want to make it grow, if you want to make it work for you, you have to invest it. You have to put it to work. Dang it. 
quit getting jobs and give job money your give give money a job. Exactly. You quit getting jobs and give money a job. Exactly. Really? The main the main thing is make your money work for you. Yeah, make your money work for you. Money doesn't get tired. You're not a slave to money. We're not slaves to money yet. And I want you to, to to learn that, to drill that into your head. I am not a slave to money. When I'm, I made this big shift in my mind because I was getting burned out at my job. And I was I was getting tired of clocking in, of waking up early and, you know, clocking in and then doing what everyone else told me to do and whatever. And then I made a big shift. Instead of trying... Instead of knowing I was going to work to earn a paycheck, I made this mindset shift that I'm going to work to earn capital to where I can let her invest in and sooner get out of the rat race, sooner get out of, you know, working for money and become and being a slave to money and then letting money work for me and, be, and letting money become my slave. Exactly. So the greatest thing about money is the ability of it to grow and work on its own the ability of it to grow and i highly recommend the, this this investment vehicle the stock market you know take a look into it if you're interested into it you know um don't just go out there willy-nilly just start taking like we said the machine gun <laughs> approach and and just spray and pray and spray and, and pray and, and, and hope you catch lightning in a bottle no, no 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 go out there and research learn about what you're going to invest in learn what you're going to buy learn uh, about these companies that you're putting your money exactly. into exactly I mean, the stock market is a powerful thing. Money is made in the stock market. Some of the richest people in the world are, are people that primarily invest their money in the stock market. Mm-hmm. This isn't a coincidence. Most of the Fortune 500, m- most of for- Forbes' richest people in the world are stock start- market investors. They own companies and they have a lot of stock in their own companies and their companies are very valuable or like Mr. Warren Buffett. He is primarily just a stock investor. He buys businesses. That's all he does. He invests his money. And he was for many years the richest person in the world. Or the the Ford's Ford's richest person. You know what it, it's 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 not a coincidence that so many people on Ford's one hundred richest people in the world invest in the stock market or have a big shares in the stock market. The stock market works. It it generates wealth for you. It makes it makes passive income. It, it it makes your net worth grow. It's a liquid asset. Assets. That's great, you know. But like Mr. Warren Buffett says, invest in what you know. And the first rule is don't lose money. No. You don't make money when you sell. You make money when you buy in exactly. the stock market. So what do I mean by that? No, what do you what do you mean when I buy? I'm I'm taking money out of my account. I'm not making any money. No, no, no. You make money when you buy right not when you sell because i can i can buy horribly wrong and instead of making money i'm gonna lose money but if i go in and let's say i i go in and invest in um mr chepe's business you know then they're publicly traded now they're they're not but let's say if they were publicly traded and i'm like man this is a good company i know this company i've seen the revenues i've seen their balance sheets and i start researching a lot of that i start diving into these numbers i'm like wow yeah this this looks like a sustainable business something i'd like to be a part of um let's let's allocate a couple a little bit of capital into it and um I allocate some money into this company and then my revenue start going up and going up and going up and becoming greater and and then you 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 realize 
that the the power of money the the power of investing better said starts working for you starts letting you make money when you sleep when you poop when you shower so mr chip let me ask you what 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 first drew you to the stock market uh honestly it was watching a lot of uh people well a lot of people talk about it you know podcasts they would talk about passive income and i started thinking huh i really want to get into that passive income i really want to just sit sit around and just bing, my phone right there dividends pay that's an incredible feeling yeah yeah i mean it, it, it's basically the same thing for me you know um and like i said when it comes to saving money i just realized i was just saving money and just leaving it there and then i you know then like you know we were talking about uh inflation i had seen it from a long time i started thinking to myself i was just like man money's gonna literally be it's gonna get to a point where money's literally gonna be worth nothing like dollars is gonna be worth nothing like there's no point for me to have cash lying around i might as well work that cash make that cash work for me and you know and and enjoy it later right i don't want to just have it sitting there now keep it sitting there for years and years years and years i may have saved a good amount of money but what did it what did like what what was worth what was it worth like i have it's yeah it's it's value started dropping exactly so the that's exactly what drew me to, to the stock market i started seeing as I, I made this shift and i i realized i made this realization and it finally clicked for me and i was like man i could just I, at first i said i could just save my money into the stock market but in reality i was investing my money into the stock market that's the truth behind it mm-hmm. i started investing my money into the stock market whatever i was putting in savings i started putting and allocating it to the to the stock market and my savings account had grown maybe less than ten dollars and i had I had over you know i had I, I had been saving thousands of dollars into it and, and it had only grown a thousand dollars extra that i didn't put into i mean a ten dollars extra that i didn't put into it. And i was like what the crap is this and then so i started say i started investing into the stock market and instead of having a savings account instead of becoming a loser i started becoming winner. an investor a winner started becoming a becoming a winner a winner a winner <laughs> and, I started and that's i mean that's what a lot of people don't see a lot of people say you know put your money in savings you know you'll need that later you'll need it but yeah for, 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 for a raining day i mean you can you can keep you can keep some money some money in savings but but not the majority of it yeah honestly. not the majority i mean you keep i keep wouldn't say i i personally don't keep any more anything more than than 10 percent into into a savings, savings yes or into like actual hard hard money the rest either mm-hmm. i invest it mm-hmm. or i have mm-hmm. it into my investing mm-hmm. account mm-hmm. or um i have it ready you know for any investment i'm gonna make you know exactly. uh, I, I don't keep any more than than ten percent of of my money in in in, in actual hardcore hard 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 cash, you know, the 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 rest of it I allocated towards investments or to or my my expenses. So we're gonna let you guys go, man. Thank y'all for for hanging out with us. Thank you for listening. Thank you for for spending. Uh, just a couple minutes with us about putting time into your edu- your own education your own learning and hopefully we can walk this millionaire journey together remember you guys as always money doesn't get tired exactly it works 24 7 
It doesn't take vacations. It doesn't take holidays. It doesn't take weekends. It doesn't get sick. It doesn't have a family to attend to like you and I do. It doesn't have people it loves that it wants to see like me and Chepe. Go out there. Let money work for you. Let money propel you forward. Let money give you the life you want to live. Let money buy you back your freedom. Exactly. Buy you back. Buy you time. Exactly. So, Jeff, is there anything else you want to tell this uh, beautiful audience? And before we get, before we go, all I want to say is start. Because the day you start is the day, you know, everything changes on later on. Awesome, 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 awesome. Start. Start. If you had, if you didn't learn anything, if you didn't pick up anything else from today's episode. It's literally just start now. Damn it, just freaking start. Exactly. You'll, start. You, you won't regret it. You won't regret it. Listen, start. Now, I'm not, I'm not going to tell you, me and Chip aren't. Aren't CPAs? We're not attorneys. We're not, we're not financial, financial advisors. advisors. Yeah, we're, we're, we're <laughs> not recommending any stocks. We're not recommending recommending any investing vehicles. But we do want to make you aware exactly. of other investment yes, exactly. vehicles. Exactly. We want to make you aware that there is other possibilities, other opportunities. For I want you to learn and to figure out things. Something that might click with you. Be like, oh, I never thought of that. But thanks to this podcast, I, I learned. Or, or thanks to this podcast, I started investing my money. So you guys go out there. Freaking start, become great, and thank y'all for for hanging out with us for a little bit. Y'all make sure to subscribe, leave us a comment if if you like, and let us know what you want to hear about. Um, things that we can discuss if you want to be a part and maybe get interviewed or ask ask us hit us up with a couple questions. You guys, y'all be more than welcome. Free, feel free to do it. We want to hear from you guys. We want to see how we can provide more value to your lives, how we can help make your lives better. All right. We we one hundred percent mean this. If you guys, if we could help your your lives to be even a smidge better, that's what makes us happy. We did this to make you guys, to help you guys become better, to exactly. have a better, yes. more productive life. Yes. And let's walk this millionaire journey together. My name is Zach. So and with me always is Chepe. Yo, and, and this was the millionaire, millionaire journey. journey.